By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are reviewing. We are cinematic. Are you ready? For episode 40. Yeah, that E40 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the 719, y'all. Yo, Yo where the, the captions, captions at? Yo, oh, oh. Yo, oh, oh. Where the captions at? Where the captions at? Where the captions at? Yes, y'all. We're back again. <laughs> and as always, I'm yours truly, Kills for Show, a.k.a. the Oscar, the K is silent. Join with me always is my bro host. The one and only Roscoe Tinkoya. And always with us is the boy who's always with the D because his name is Daniel Rojas. Ay, 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 ay. I'm Daniel. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And once again, guys, we're back, and as always, we start the show off with a segment called Yo, What's Poppin'? What be poppin'? This week, not really, not too much really was poppin'. Like, a lot of people have, I want to say, Disney fatigue, or it's just a lot of leftover um, news that's been coming out as far as Disney concerned with all their new properties coming out under the Marvel, Star Wars, and even the Pixar banners. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out some... New information for us, the, like TV shows coming from Pixar and Disney, like the Tiana series, the Moana series, aren't going to be full animated series, like 26 episodes. They'll be like more shorts, like six to eight episodes. But also those won't be coming to us until like 2023. So, yeah, we're hyped, but we're going to have to wait a little longer. So I, it's like one of the things I felt like they want to say they have something coming from these properties to tie people over. Like, hey, yeah, I know you guys want Moana. I know Tiana was a fraud the whole movie. Like, yeah, we going to give her New Orleans because we want to change that old um, Song of the South shit. We're going to make it still about the South with Tiana in it, but it ain't going to be racist like that. But we ain't going to give you a sequel to those movies, but we give you a TV series in four more years, basically. So it's like one of those things. Like, you could have gave us those sequels sooner, but you want to give us more Frozens and Cars. Because they wanted to give us more white shit. Yeah. And Finding Dory, which I'm not going to knock the movie because I still haven't seen the movie. But I was like, yo, Nemo was cool. Nemo was great. We didn't need another one. But But yeah, that's a little tidbit for right now from the Disney side for us animation side. Ross, what's going on with wrestling this week? Well, unlike entertainment, it was not fatigue worthy because there was a lot of news. Like... The Rose family will be introducing a new child coming soon because Brandy has uh, announced that she's pregnant. And Brandy is the wife of who? Cody Rose. So it's going to be their first child as well as the youngest from... Nope, because I don't think Cody... Cody's the youngest male. But yeah, from the youngest male from the Rose family. Outside that, not really too, too much from AEW uh, being set up. In ROH news, yes, I haven't talked about ROH in a minute, but yes, Ring of Honor, probably what we would consider the, the longest running wrestling company, but United States-wise, it's the third brand because not a lot of people know about ROH, but 
most good wrestlers, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, uh, Kurt Angle, a lot of some of these older wrestlers that y'all know of have all went, well, as well as some of these new generation wrestlers, Adam Cole, Ricochet, I don't think Bobby Lashley did a sting in there, but most people have done the sting in ROH, but uh, ROH this Saturday had their uh, final battle pay-per-view in terms, Kelsey, to break it down to you, this is technically their final pay-per-view of the whole year, but they build it up like WrestleMania. Mm. So uh, this year, it's been a five-year time period, but uh, where somebody ran double duties on the net on the on the pay-per-view, but uh, Josh Gresham, one of my favorite male wrestlers, underrated, not talked about, brother as well, Kelsey. He had to run double duties, running the pure championship titles and the tag team titles with the one, the only Jay Lethal, who mm. five years ago ran double duty for final battle. Mm. But uh, he retained both titles over that night, as well as the new crazy thing is uh, due to Josh Gresham and uh, Jay Lethal having a group called the Foundation, and they're more based on the pure wrestling rules of ROH, which is also kind of the old school wrestling ways, how they used to wrestle. So they just introduced what is now known as the pure uh, tag team rules. Then they have now said they only defend the tag team belts in that because they don't like the honor of people interfering in matches and whatnot. Other big news from out of ROH, uh, Michael Bennett, who has returned to ROH, she's Storyline has gotten injured by an old friend, uh, but the kingdom had a short reunion. Other big news, Roosh, the ROH champion, he still retained the belt. And uh, his little younger brother, Dragon Lee, had retained the TV titles. And uh, ooh, Maria, Canella, well, Maria Bennett announced that uh, ROH was having something called, I mean, the ROH experience, not extreme, my bad. And... Uh, that should be coming soon or next soon, as in now or next year. Gonna have to wait and find out about that. But WWE had uh, their pay per view TLC over the weekend. Big news is uh, all the titles defended, uh, uh, except for the women's had did not change hands. So Drew McIntyre is still uh, WWE champion. Roman Reigns is still champion, might be injured, didn't, uh, didn't check the news on today. Uh, Sasha Banks is still women's champion, and Oscar and the returning Charlotte Flair are now the women's tag team champions. And Bray Wyatt lost, well, the Fiend Bray Wyatt lost to Randy Orton in the Inferno, Firefly Funhouse Inferno match. Don't really know how to feel about that, but it was a nice little ending to it. Yeah, that shit was that was a cool match. It was funny too. It's like talking to some people at work about that match. It's like, yo, they really set that motherfucker fire. It's like they didn't, but yeah. they had a pretty good wax figure in that ring. But I was like, yeah, it was yo. a nice. It was a, <laughs> the, by the time by the time you get to that other angle, I'm like, oh, this mannequin ain't ain't Real as people. heavy I as said, he I is. was like, oh shit, that, wait, no, of course they did, but it's like, yo, they set that on, angle though. They set him <laughs> on. He got set on fire from the back for a quick second, but that fire got put out after he took that yeah. RKO. But yeah, as soon as he was on it, I'm like, of course he's not really on fire, but they put work in that shit. Yeah, that was some good cinematic work. Glad yeah. they record that. Glad that was a pre-taped match. Yeah, and. Uh, Pre-tape match. 
Hmm. Segway. Not really. Henry Cavill <laughs> got injured <laughs> on the set of The Witcher, so I don't know how that's going to impact um, his cameos of being Superman coming up oh anytime soon. Because supposedly Come he was supposed on, to pop up in the Black Adam movie. Do you know what and type then, of injuries he did? I, they said it was to his leg, but I don't know how severe it was. Mm-hmm. And then he was also supposed to be um, cameoing in the Shazam movie, but that probably won't get you until. 2022, unless it's towards the end of 2021, because ideally they should shoot Black Adam and Shazam back to back at the same time, especially if Superman's going to be like a connecting uh, plot point in both of the stories. And isn't both, isn't Black Adam supposed to bleed into the two anyway? Well, Black Adam's supposed to be like the villain in Shazam 2, which also brings up Superman being in that one also, because Superman was teased at the end of Shazam. And just like in the Shazam versus Black Adam movie, Superman was in that shit too, doing what Superman do, trying to be a role model to Billy, not knowing that Billy is Shazam. So hopefully he's, you know, he can recover quickly because Witcher was one of my favorite um, series of that year when it came out, not being a Witcher fan. So I just like the show and Henry Cavill, like, does his thing. Um, Moving from that to uh, Marvel News. So everybody's coming back from Spider-Man. Except for Uncle Ben. Except for Uncle Ben, because now rumor is, well, they say he's signed back on to pop back up, Jake Gyllenhaal, but also yes. Willem Dafoe and Thomas Hayden Church are supposed to be back as the Green Goblin and Sandman. Will they actually be a part of part of the movie? Who knows? Will it just be a cameo? Most likely. But anyway, you slice it, Marvel beat DC to the multiverse big screen, and guess what they about to do? Everything right again. So... <laughs> We will definitely have more words on that as the stories come out. Because you know what we do here. We give you that geek news. And speaking of geek news, if you did not watch The Mandalorian, why didn't you? So I'm not even going to say spoiler. But at the end scene, at the end scene we got this um, tease or the announcement, Loki, for the Boba Fett series. The Book of Boba Fett that's coming out in 2021. December 2021. December. And now they officially came out and said it's happening. I was like... You didn't have to come out and make an official statement. You literally told us at the end of the episode, but all right, Disney. And what's even more <laughs> hilarious is like, like the, somebody like, oh shit, we we we're supposed to cut that out. That will that supposed to be a secret. Like, nah, y'all told us it's coming. And the funny <laughs> thing is, it's been a rumor for like the past three months. So it's just actually, like, it's been a rumor for damn near a decade. Because initially, the Mandalorian was really supposed to be the Boba Fett movie, but once Disney Plus came about. They decided to make it into a series and push Boba Fett out, create the new Mandalorian. So when the Mandalorian became a hit, it's like now we can backdoor Boba back in, and now we finally can give all the Boba Fett fans the Boba Fett that, that they all talk about. Like he, like they have, they would give us the Boba Fett that the fans wanted but didn't actually have on screen. Because if you watch Star Wars, you know Boba Fett's presence. Wasn't all that, but somehow thanks to the expanded universe and the lore, if you was into that shit, you know he's a total badass. But if you just a casual fan like I am, or just mo- a lot of people, you're like, oh, he was the dude that died. What's the big deal? Now we get older Boba Fett. And now you, if you watch Mandalorian, it's like, oh, this motherfucker cold. Now he had to be super cold back then. But why did he just get took him down? And literally, only thing he did was follow Han around. In a spaceship, like he didn't do no bounty hunting. He was just out there to be out there. But he hey. froze Han, got paid, then was like, "Yo, stop this Jedi." 
and then got shot. Literally a dying red shirt shot his jet packet and fucked him over. And I did not know that he debuted in the Christmas special, uh-huh. which everybody shit on, but he was only saving grace of it. But I was like, wait, he debuted in the animated shit first? So it was kind of like the first X-23 like, oh. yeah. Or Harley Quinn. Or Harley Quinn, yes. I knew there was another one before S23, but yes, Harley Quinn, like. But low key, that Christmas special was trash. Where I didn't, like, I didn't fucking start There's a whole scene. There's a whole scene of Chewbacca's family, and they're all talking. The Chewies? Yeah. And there's no subtitles. So it's like. Mm-hmm. And you just sitting there, like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sure. He's got a kid named Lumpy. Cause he's Chewy, so his son's name, or is it his daughter? Do we know? So how do we? So Han or somebody like, what's up, Lumpy? <laughs> so we're, you know what? I don't even know about to go down this. We'll watch it this Christmas. I am definitely not watching that this Christmas. Mm. But of course, between that, we gotta watch all the community episodes, Christmas episodes. Yeah, yeah. Did that last week. Yeah, for real. And um. The new Dragon Ball Super arc was announced called um, the Granola arc. <laughs> and yeah, and it picks up right after the moral arc ends. And it looks like it's going to be a doozy. Because if you're not following the manga, there was a robot called 7-3. And he basically had the ability to absorb people's powers for up to 30 minutes and store multiple powers in the gym in his forehead. Long story short, he was defeated. He was a problem, but then this granola cat goes to this spaceship and must like in the Mandalorian with the black troopers. There's a whole lab of these seven three robots, and that's like, oh shit, they got a whole squadron of these motherfuckers. Wait, so granola's not a new Doctor Giro? That's what people. That's what people are leaning towards because he has even like a monocle, like robotic eye type shit, oh, and he's a survivor. Shit. And people are like survivor. What is he like? The Truffles or the Sephorians? Is he getting seven three to wreak havoc on the Sands? For all we know, he could be from Universe 6 or all these other universes and trying to get more fucking minions and multiple powers to fuck up whatever. So, I don't know. It's Dragon Ball. Like I said, the first art just came out this week. So, as they as shit happens, I'm going to try to talk about it without being spoilery. But who knows? I might just say fuck it and tell you everything that's happening. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of new music that came out over the week. Um... Uh, Eminem dropped the deluxe to Music to be Murdered by. It's 16 new tracks. It was basically a whole fuck-ass new album. I listened to it. It was okay. You know, it's Eminem. You're going to get some words. Rap well, supremely well. He is one of the greatest rappers of all time. But some of it is just like, you know, it's kind of like the same shtick, you know. People doubt me. People hate on me. But I'm still the guy to rap and this, that, and the third. I was like, yeah, we know. Like, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, you are no like, and if people say you're not, you don't have to say anything to them. Like, you're, you're Eminem, but you know, whoever um puts the fire underneath your ass, you know, do your thing. He's still making music, like you say, he's still rapping at a high level. But as far as like song structure and themes, huh? the last one was fine. We didn't need one this year. The last one was better than this part. We didn't need a whole new sixteen, but it is what it is. That um. Too Short and E-40 put out a joint album called Ain't Gonna Do It. <laughs> ain't Gonna Do It. They ain't gonna do it. Too Short ain't gonna do it. And what he ain't gonna do, not call you bitch. Because bitch is favorite word. <laughs> and Terms and Conditions. Ugh. And we listened to a good portion of that while we was playing Buzz is the Word. Buzz is the Word is a uh, social drinking game. Or let me rephrase it. 
Buzz is the word is a conversational drinking game that we've been tinkering with coming to YouTube soon, guys. So be on the lookout for that. And for YWDCA12, um, I added a couple of songs to that. Um, She's My Religion by Pale Waves. It's basically a song about a young girl that's in love with a young girl, but everybody thinks she's this princess, but inside she's dark, twisted, and damaged. And guess what? I can relate. Did you put up that stand up by Tori Kelly and JoJo? No. Mm. That that wasn't that wasn't the bop. That wasn't the bop. What about that uh Jacoy by and Fabulous X's and Summer Flings? Are you ain't listened to that one yet? That had to just come out cuz I listened to that shit and I pop up uh uh my algorithm Las Palmos by Typical Girls. That was a cool one. Yeah. That's how it sounds. <laughs> and what and a cover of Lincoln's Parks um What I've Done by Basomorph, um Ben Air and Lunis. And it sounds like the CW version of Lincoln Parks What I've Done. If you know Riverdale was coming on and that's you know they're all it's a perfect song. It would have been the perfect song for the season finale of season four when they was talking about Jughead being dead. That would have been the perfect song. I'm be for honest. At first I was like, why is Paramore covering a Lincoln Park song because it sounded like a pair. It sounded like a Paramore cover band singing <laughs> a Lincoln Park song. I, but I like that you say it's a Paramore cover band covering another. Yes, song. it's basically <laughs> Haley Williams sound now because I don't like solo Haley Williams because her shit is mm. it's like it's like what Taylor Swift doing with that folklore shit, but chopped up. I'm gonna be honest and try to be like weird. I don't know. It's, it just didn't hit right. The greatest meme I saw was. I'm about to be all in my musical fields. Mm. And they put the Kid Cudi in, t- in, uh, in the Taylor Swift folklore. I was like, if she really humming in this folklore, I might have to go that's fuck what, with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, that's what that folk music is. It's a lot of humming, but it's not It's not Cudi humming. It's like, it's Cudi humming for white folk. <laughs> it's like vanilla humming. And it's just like... like and like I was playing the other day when I was talking about Taylor Swift music, like she's the same Taylor. She just reformats it. It's the same songwriting. It's just she's singing it with just a guitar with no no beats. No acoustic. So yeah, so it's basically like an acoustic Taylor Swift album. So she could sing any song, but it was like I'm lining on my feet. Hmm, I never missed a beat. <laughs> Bum. It's the same Taylor Swift. She just slow Sweet. and saddy with it. But yeah, it is what it is. Like I said, it's my um, bedtime music. I play that music and I take my black ass to sleep. <laughs> and I have very so vivid that's, uh, that's, white dreams. That's that slow ass song music you be listening to? When yes. You're... It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Talk about, yeah. Yeah, I, let, I ain't going for it. Last night, I let that shit take me to sleep. Word. And, um, yeah, so that's everything for Yo, What's Poppin'. Well, and now we about to move into Yo, We Geekin' Out. And today we're going to geek out about some of our favorite movies of the year. And if Daniel, you have any, be uh, you're more than welcome to jump in and share your thoughts. And, yeah, so I'm just going to start this off with um, a couple of animated features. I'm just going to throw mm. them all out because we got plenty of time. Mm. So, Scoop. Yay, yay. I was gonna watch that yesterday. Sonic. Oh, you need to. And Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Yes, yes, Those yes. Those are three of my favorite animated movies of the year. Scoop was fun seeing how Shaggy 
and Scooby-Doo met each other in this universe, because, of course, it's his own universe, was adorable. And just seeing the um, structure of the group and how they try to make these um, kids more three-dimensional, no pun intended, because it was a 3D-type movie. Uh, my biggest gripe of the movie was Tracy uh, Morgan's Captain Caveman. I really didn't think his voice suited the character. <laughs> I was like, I'm nitpicking. But it's, other a, than it's that, a good... It was like it was it was good but not great. Yeah, like he could have been he could have been anybody else. I would have been okay if he was speed buggy. Hey yo! I gotta pull over real quick, I gotta flack. I would have been fine with that, but yeah, his captain captain came man. I was I was I wasn't feeling that. But overall it was cool. I know some hardcore Doobiers or whatever the Scooby <laughs> fans are called had a problem. Scoops. Sco- the Scoops had a problem because it's focused on a world building, like bringing in um, Blue Falcon, yeah. Donald Mutt, Captain Caveman, and other Hanna Barbera characters. I see the point, but the thing yeah. is, I personally like it because it yeah. introduced the it it introduced the Hanna Barbarian as a whole universe and showed that it was connected. Like the pure fact that it's like, oh, Scoob and Shaggy are fan of. One Hanna-Barbera character, and they think it's just a cartoon show. Wrong. Yeah, it's just like, even if you, they grew up with the Laugh Olympics, all the characters interacted with each other. Scooby-Doo had mad crossovers, and even if you watch Mystery, Inc., they were already putting other Hanna-Barbera characters in that universe alone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of the things, it's one of those things that even Marvel fans were crap about the MCU, because it's not perfect, like... Oh, that wasn't Iron Man. That was like Avengers 2.5 or Civil War, like Cap and his buddies. Or that's not my Spider-Man because Spider-Man never looked up with Tony Stark. He never had all that. I'm like, yeah, it's not your Spider-Man. That's why he's in the comic book. This is a new one. And Reed Richards couldn't be Peter Parker's mentor. And, and that's the he thing that's He stu- did not exist in this universe at this point. And so, that's the funny yeah. thing that I hate is pe- the Marvel people nitpick certain things when it's clear as day. Yeah, we could make fucking Ultron... And, uh, Hank Pym. Oh, they could. No, 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 they could. No, 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 no. That's one thing. Like, that's one of my big. They could have. That's one thing. They had the rights. They, they chose. They should have not though. to. That was but, them shining more light on Tony. But I have no problem with you having rights if you realize if you could admit like, yeah, this is my nitpick. I know they had to do it because of this. This are That's fine. But when you just like, nah, man, this is that, and they just do that, and people just gonna be sheep and wear more those that you just gonna love it. Like, I could love something and still be critical of it at the same time. So. Those are my um, top three. Yeah, oh yeah, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, a new room, a new reimagining of Superman's origin. Also, kind of like Scoob, it's going out its way to create a shared universe from Rip by bringing in all these other characters. So you don't see Batman, but you see his shadow jumping through the um, um, the cityscape, and then you see Superman like, huh, a cape. Then Superman gets a cape. Martian Manhunter is heavy because he's been on Earth for a minute. He's an alien too, just like Superman. Of course, you get Lois, you get Lex, you get mentions of all these other characters. So you know with DC, because DC knocks the fucking they DC knocks their animated properties out of the park, and you already know this is gonna lead into all their other new animated features coming up. So when we get the Batman, we're gonna have some mention of um Motherfucking Superman, like yo, I was here before him. We gonna have little Easter eggs with the Flash here, Green Lantern there. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that whole universe um, unfolds. And I just like the art direction and stylization of it too, because it's different. It's two D. They're not trying to be computer generated. They're not trying to be futuristic. Like yo, let's scale it back and take it kind of basically the basics, because 
Even with the last one, because it's based off the 52 <laughs> universe, it seemed like they went a little more modern, a little darker. This one, they say, like, let's line it back up a bit and make it its own style. And, yeah. I and uh, the only other added animated movie that I've watched this year was the Phineas and Ferb new movie they dropped, Candace Against the Universe. And if you're a Phineas and Ferb fan, it's Phineas and Ferb, but I do like the little extra added bits they added to the show, but yet still keeping it pure. So, yeah, that's all for technically our, my top four of my favorite animated movies because my other three were the same that Kelsey watched. I got two. Uh, Onward. Yeah. Oh snap! Cry. Onward was this Onward shit. Onward was good. It, it was my. It would be on my number. It would be my number four. It was. It was a good movie. I'm not mad at it. That it did get me towards the end. Like uh, oh shit, because it's like those moments in these movies with Pixar. You know the twist is coming. Like when I was watching Frozen, it's like. Oh, the kiss is gonna be the sister love, not like that, not like that. But it's gonna be like you don't the need love from love a man. True love don't have to be a man. True love could be from a family or somebody just close to you because they truly love you. And just like on where I'm sitting there like, oh, it's gonna be his, your big brother's your dead father figure. Like you don't need and like you don't you don't remember your dad, so it's not about you. Like, but the big brother had to get his um. His closure and shit. So I was like, yeah. which was, I loved that. I like that toy. Yeah, the whole journey was them not finding their dad, but finding themselves and who their family is now. And that's great. I like that. Yeah. The other one that I have to, and this is gonna, I know how this is gonna be for uh, me to say this. And I only watched this movie because some of my favorite podcasters, the McElroy brothers, were in it. And that was Trolls World Tour. Oh. That's fine. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. I already know the. I don't yeah. understand. I seen it, the Japanese I, girl videos you showed me. Have Anna Kendrick do cover songs of anything on it? Anything? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> hey, I see what was about to happen. I, see now I got some ring a ding dings. Ring a ding ding ding. Um, moving on. Um, Netflix. Netflix has had dropped some great movies this year. Um, three of my personal favorite would be Work It. I'm a dancer. I love me some Step Up. And it's based about a young girl trying to go to college, but she needs that extracurricular activity. So she forms a dance squad with her homegirl and a dude that's probably a little older than her. A little too too old for her to be involved with, but hey. Which is hilarious because it's her Or love. I don't think that was in love. They just had the hots. Because he graduated two years before they did, yeah. right? Yeah, and they were on. So is she like year. sixteen? He at least nineteen. No, this was their. Was no, it I said if she's at least sixteen, he's at least nineteen. Oh yeah, because she was at least a smart. three year age gap. But it was fun. If you like those type of movies, very Disney Channel ish. Without being Disney, Disney Channel. Channel, yeah, it's on Netflix. If you like those type of movies, you should definitely check it out. Also, um, Project Power starring Jamie Fox. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, he was a black man that got superpowers. And if you're hearing this, I did not get my powers on the 21st. Bummer. But, um, hey, sometimes it just happens like that. We're recording on the 21st, so I guess happy birthday, Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Yes. Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson. (laughs) Um, And also uh, another Netflix movie, um, Extraction with Chris Hemsworth, was like the John um, Wick um, soldier film. And they left it open for a sequel. I would love it. And the reason I bring up John Wick because one of the stunt choreographers for The Matrix actually directed this one, and he also worked on John Wick as well. So 
you're going to see some scenes in there and certain angles and the way it was filmed that's going to remind you of the John Wick um, series in a good way. And for a Netflix movie, it was dope. Their budget was legit. They didn't have to go too far and beyond, but they um, nailed that shit. And um, honorable mention for my Netflix. Nope, up. I got it because you ain't about to, because I need at least one. Yeah, we, we don't you need one. Say because I'm, actually, I wasn't. Thank oh, you for being Professor shit. X. List. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say go right there with Project uh, Power would be Code Eight star the Mill oh. fans of okay, Stephen yeah. Mill and Army. Is it Army? It's Stephen and it's Stephen Mill and, and um our uh. But his brother. No, no his, cousin. his cousin Robbie Mill. Robbie yeah, It's Robbie Mill. Uh, Firestorm. Yeah, Firestorm yes. and Green Arrow. Basically, it's a movie about if people got superpowers, but then it wasn't like the glorious of your superheroes. It's like, nah, your problems. Not There's not a lot of y'all now, and now y'all second class, even third class citizens, and we have robots to police you. And it's basically, they're basically shunned for using their powers because their powers were leading to a lot of destruction and death. So yes. it's like one of these, we're not going to put you in camps, we're not going to wipe you out, but... We will watch you and pay attention. If you give us just cause, we or what we find to be just cause, we will eliminate you. And another Netflix favorite of mine was Vampire versus the Bronx. It had that 80s, early 90s feel of that fucking um, Goonies, Monster Squad. I would even go as far as say like the Mighty Ducks, things like that. But a bunch of kids from Brooklyn... Dealing with vampires and how do you stop vampires when the adults don't believe you? Somebody got to protect the block. And it's just like protect the block in that way as well. And yeah, if you haven't checked out those, you should definitely. Ross, what about you? That's well, something I did. I only got one actually Netflix original, which is The Old Guard, which was already was stated. No, you can, it's not like but, you guys say we can't talk about them. Nope. <laughs> but um, there is a movie on Netflix that's Wait, on, do you want to talk about The Old Guard? You just said you didn't talk about it. No, because I don't want, don't want to waste no more time. Let Daniel talk. No, about we it. have no, no, a lot no, no, of time. No, 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 no. You have no time talking about eighteen well, wrestling matches. Like, hey, I got to look. <laughs> hey, cause no, speaking of that, niggas talk about the wrestling Netflix movie that came out this year. The little nigga. Oh shit, we did get main event this yeah. year. With, thank you, uh, COVID. Yeah. Th- oh yeah, thank you, COVID. Uh, it's technically for those that like like Mike, the old school joints. This is technically that, but Wolf wrestling in it. Yes. Little boy who's a wrestling fan wants to become a wrestler, but too small, too little. Some bullies chase him. He gets into, sneaks into a funeral, accidentally comes across a luchador mask. Come to find out, the luchador mask gives him super, well, super strength and superpowers. Came to find out it actually is a real powerful mask. He used it to try to get into the WWE to win money to help out his mom. His mom and his white dad, who was played by, uh, ooh, Snap, from uh, Happy Endings. Oh, shit. I don't remember his character's name, but yeah, he was yeah. in Happy Endings. Yeah, and Tisha Arnold. Yeah, yeah played his mama in it. A.K.A. Pam from Martin and played his grandma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and his, his grandma was basically, yeah, because the mom left. Yeah, so now it's a white father trying to raise his black son with the help of his black mother-in-law, mother-in-law, who is also a wrestling fan, so that was adorable to see the grandma and her grandson bond over wrestling, wrestling. and her having a crush on Kofi Keaston and all that. It was just cute. It, 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 it was it's adorable. It was there. Yeah. If I was a kid, if this would have came out when we were kids and being in wrestling, this would have been like our This would have been my favorite like, movie. 
But um, elbow dropping But past those originals, there was a movie that came out in 2020 that is a net that I would say is a Netflix exclusive, since it's the only place that I've seen that has the streaming rights to it, and that'd be Ava. Any fan of the movie? Well, it's, well, you could have watched. I would. I would. Watch it on Amazon you just had to pay for it. Yeah, but this one Netflix, you don't got to. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, saying like, streaming yeah, wise yeah, yeah. without having to pay. And but um, VOD, yeah, Fox. VOD. But uh, yes, yeah, Ava was a. I'm gonna be honest, it was a good hit. I mean, it. I thought it was gonna be on some peppermint, but it's not. But it's a little see, bit better than that because see, she's I, actually trained. Yeah, see, I thought it was gonna be on some Atomic Blonde shit, but it wasn't really. It's because Atomic Blonde, Charlize Theron was a government agent. This one, Ava was a hitman. She was a. First off, she was. A, Nope, that'd be too much to talk about this movie. But she, a military agent that left the military, that got special recruited into a hitman job, but she somehow started second-guessing the people she killed, so she would question them before killing them, and that was something they didn't want happening. And that starts a whole relapse and all other types of things, and then you find out, a lot of stuff. It's a good old little movie. I ain't gonna flip. Yeah, it was chill. It's definitely not what I thought it was gonna be. Definitely and that was not. dope too. Cause comments in the movie, I thought comment character was gonna be completely different. I mm. was absolutely. Wrong. I was taken by surprise like, oh, by his character in the story. The route, the way the trailers made it seem. Seem, yeah. Like, oh, oh, there's some heart to this shit. All right, you can do these movies with women leads and still be different. It doesn't have to be La Femme Lakita. Or even motherfucking it's, Red Sparrow, that Yeah, shit. it doesn't have to be sexist to and promote all the sex yeah. into the action. It could be a little... It could be class sex... It could be sexy classy, but yet still have the action that was needed. And I do like the fact that she was so well trained that she could do certain things to avoid. Yeah, because without spoiling it's one moment when she gets into altercation and like beating somebody's ass and it's in a hotel and all the security and the cops are coming up and then she just takes some of the blood off one of the bodies put it on her face and she's like oh oh there there and there and they're like alright ma'am they're like and she's and then, like I'm out I'm like and, see and not that's, only that's why you play to your gender you play that up cause everybody's going oh you're a woman I'm sorry alright we ain't gonna ask you no questions we gotta figure that out but she, yet not even that she had to she rolled the crit on the slide of hand because she kept stealing from, she stole exactly. like three things from that dude that was helping her the out crying woman to pickpocket him at the same time, so she knew what she's gonna do. She was three steps ahead, like, all right, show, put my hand here, show it there. Oh, sorry. And due to the fact she had military training, she knew where the grenades were at, where the gun holster was at, and slide a hand that shit with the slightest of ease. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And um, another movie I'm just mentioning because Daniel brought up Onward. Um, Secret Society of Second Born Royals was a Disney. Original, original on Disney Plus. It's a movie about a secret society of second born royals. So it is that have superpowers yeah. to help protect their older siblings. And it's not like every royal family, but there's a high chance if you're born in a royal family, the second born has a higher benefit, higher, higher chance. Uh, chance of getting superpowers. And there's a society of people that are second born royals that teach them how to be superheroes. I'm like. Word, you got me. 
And it was chill. It wasn't super cheesy, but of course, it's Disney Channel for the, the young <laughs> teens. So, you know, it was lighthearted, but it still had a good message, a solid cast. And I would definitely love to see these kids do a lot more things with, in their life because they are on the path of success. And yeah, there was a black dude in there too, and he was cool. And so to around. keep it on on the Disney Plus original movies, I'm going to have to go with Magic Camp. Which actually took me by surprise because I thought I knew I was forgetting to watch. What was Adam the Man in that one? Adam yeah. and uh, Jillian, uh, Jillian Jacobs. Jillian Jacobs. Yeah, Britta. yeah, Britta. That's part of the reason why I started started watching it. But what even made it better? The main character, which was a black kid who loves magic, got into a secret magic camp to learn real magic. And the side story was Adam Levine's character was low key jealous at. Uh, Breda's character because uh, Adam Levine. I mean, not not Adam, Adam Levine, the but Adam the Man. Yeah, he about to get another check because he's hosting um, Prime Time, The Price Is Right, or some shit. I saw. Yeah, they go for some reason they're gonna have a special Prime Time at night or not Prime. Time, uh, just Price in, Is Right at night for a special event type thing, and he's hosting it. Oh, go ahead, yeah, Adam. I came a long way from workaholics. I clapped to y'all boys. I fucked with y'all, man. Do you think they're ever gonna do like a workaholics movie? They should. They got. They even should've. though they, I haven't watched any of the Netflix movies that all three of them are in, and it's all through that, and it's through the company that exactly. too. So it's just like even more hilarious. Well, Actually, no, Netflix we watched one of them. I, I didn't watch it. I, I did not watch it. <laughs> I might watch some of it. Yeah, we yeah. watched some of it, but I can't recall all of it. I'm surprised like Netflix didn't re, um, reboot the series or bring it back exclusively through them or something or something with them three. But then again, they all been blowing up, so they just scheduling wise probably don't feel yeah. like they need to do it. Kind of like how Key and Peele was like, you know what? I know we hot right now, but nah, let's let's go call it even. Like we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and just to round out. My damn four, four. My favorite four movies of the year. My Fantastic Four movies of the year right now. Mm-hmm. Top no particular order. Um, Sonic the motherfucking Hedgehog. God damn, was that movie fun? It wasn't. No, it wasn't the best movie of the year, but it's arguably the best video game movie of all time. It's definitely in my top mm-hmm. three. Top yes. three being Sonic, Detective Pikachu, and the Rampage movie starring The Rock. Mortal Kombat is interchangeable. <laughs> the first one with any one of those. It's just like technology really hurt that film because how serious like you only could go far so so far story wise with Mortal Kombat even ooh shit no ooh no baby I take that back ooh, My, yeah, we forgot nah, to that Scorpion that Scorpion there. Revenge hold ooh. up nigga that that might be the movie of the year look oh I just all right you fucked up no no I just no, I'm just kidding I'm no just but we forgot to check it out yeah we yeah um dang well. Besides that, um, Sonic, of course, that Bill and Ted movie, yes. that shit was fucking good. Why did I cry? Uh, because it was beautiful and yeah. it was great. I'm also going to put in that Borat movie on mm. Amazon. The, the, um, the subsequent... Subsequent... Um, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I will have to low key backtrack to last week's. We I we did forget a animated series close enough to, from the creators of Adventure Time. Yeah, I know that, but yeah, I'm saying, I just I forgot. Forget, no, I just like, I ain't gonna. There's forget. a lot of movie cartoons I didn't talk about. But. Yeah, but um, there was an HBO Max original movie that I saw this year. I want to say it was remember. this year that it was released, but this whole pandemic's been so what crazy. Was? Maybe it wasn't, but might have been last year. I'm thinking. 
Steven Universe movie come out this year or last year? Oh shit, that was this year. They were uh, was those, you, well, yeah. actually those forty five minutes, so they could count technically. Yeah, Steven yeah. Universe came out this year. Yeah, see, yeah. That movie was perfect. It was so good. Yes, I, I'd also throw New Mutants in there. Oh yeah, oh, New yeah, Mutants, New Mutants definitely in there. That's and of course, Bad Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say the parts of Tenet that I watched before we came to start recording was. It's good. I can see why Christopher wanted it to come out, but he could have waited a little bit more longer for it to come out in the big theaters <laughs> instead of cussing people out and demanding it. I mean, it's still a good movie, but they really have to cuss people out for it like that. Hell yeah. But yes, uh, fucking. And. To be honest, it feels like another. It feels like a different uh, Denzel Washington movie that's been done before. When you get more to understanding it, but not fully. But it's yeah, just like first his son is cool. in the movie, and then Denzel had the movie. What was the time travel? Uh, fucking. But yeah, it's that one. It uh, feels just like that one a little bit. Uh, cause yeah, Denzel had every time movie. He just haven't gave us. A, he just haven't done a space movie yet. No, I don't think he's done a space yet. Deja vu. That's a that's deja vu. But yeah, he haven't gave us a space movie. But um, yeah, and yeah, like that Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. That shit is so hard. That's how you do a motherfucking Mortal Kombat movie. Like we always say about DC movies, take the animated shit, just make it live action. And if this Mortal Kombat movie, live action one that's coming to us next year, is anywhere close as brutal as this one, while still keeping the lore and mythology of Mortal Kombat in there. You got a hit. And now I need to find out who's playing Johnny's Cage. Because now I need to be Joe McHale and everything. <laughs> well, Jeff Winger get it done. Jeff Winger really does get, get it done. done. <laughs> but I love that. And Sonya Blade would be... Re- All right, I'm not going to do this I right now. I love that earlier in the year. And I've, I've probably said it before. Y'all y'all had me watch Coco. And then Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a hit. Oh, snap. We did do that to you. <laughs> yeah, I was... Oh, snap, we did make you cry yeah, twice. That was his year. Because we... Once. No, they, the death of his son, and I'm just like, man, y'all didn't have to kill a little boy like right that. There. Y'all didn't have to do that. After I watched a little boy Bye-bye. connect with, with, with you, <laughs> Yeah, I told you. That's what... <laughs> My spine. Papa, remember me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we consider docu-series? Oh, shit, it's our podcast. We can talk uh, about anything. There's also... I don't like to add... The Fresh Prince reunion. It was that was a, so good. It was, it was good. What well, if we doing that? How can we not talk about motherfucking Tiger King? Mm. But that's a whole thing in itself. And also, um, the Dolomite movie. My name is Dolomite. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Eddie yes. Murphy. That shit was fucking great. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Um, so there was another movie that came out, and it was uh, HBO Max. Called an American pickle. I mean, we ain't start that yet. Was it good? I liked it. it, it it's it's oh, but, uh, what's Seth Rogen. I liked it. Um, it was based off a short story by Simon Rich. Who did you guys ever watch Man Seeking Woman? I've Not heard of yet, it. but I've been told I need to. It's he hilarious. writes these ridiculous short stories and turns them into gold when they you know hit the, the big screen or small screen. But yeah, word. Damn. Well. Yeah, uh, one thing too about Bad Boys for Life because I watched that around the same time that I watched Gemini Man on Redbox, and it's pretty funny that Will Smith both had these movies come out where he's more or less battling his the younger version of himself, and a lot of people try to dog on Gemini Man, but it was cool. I think it would have worked way better as a TV series, like a series of 
young Will Smith and old Will Smith trying to kill all the clones of Will Smith or just other clones and shutting down the shady government agency while trying to teach his younger self how to be a man and also Will Smith trying to have, figure out how to be a man too because most of his life was dedicated to killing people. So that would be an interesting story to see move forward too. But um, Why don't they want me, man? For real? Like, <laughs> yo, do you see Gemini Man? It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was like, yeah. yeah but, it wasn't going to win any awards. Yeah, but it was like, yo, he realized like, there was the other him at the end. I was like, God, I should have known it was another him. Why wouldn't there be? And this was more killer. Like, he was like, mm, I don't even talk. Oh, it's um, the, it's uh, X-10? Weapon 10? Yeah. Or Weapon 11? It's that Wolverine. Fighting old Wolverine. Weapon. Yeah, or like, he was like, oh, he thought he was special. You thought you were special? He just grew on you. I thought you... Son, I got 12 of you in the freezer. For real? <laughs> I was like, yo, man, this is crazy. And Will, yeah. Will was Will's, going through it. Will was going through it then, bad boy, spoiler alert. When you thought, he, like, first 15 minutes, he gets shot the fuck up. He's like, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> then Mark's in there like, bro, I gave this shit up. You almost died. Yeah. Now I got to go get this nigga. I'm like, nigga, shut, sit your ass down. That's what I'm saying. It was manipulative because... Martin's got kids. Exactly. He's a grandpappy. He pop pop now. What are you, why do you want him to keep it out there? Bro, then you had the Fast and Furious spinoff moment at the end. like. But that, but his his shorty was, that was a good setup to recon an origin. Because I was like, we were talking about how he never been in love. He was different. He was in Mac Larry. Then you find out like, I was like, it was that moment. It's like, oh shit, that's going to be his son. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, mm-hmm. she the reason Mike Larry's, that's why she he never loved no hope. Oh, and she like you gonna fuck a bruja with no condom, mate? <laughs> These bitches better be wearing jeans. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, that movie, fucking bad boys. Uh, I loved it. Hopefully they do do a spinoff because I'm all for it. More Venetia Hutchins, please with cornrows. I my me. I my me. Mm. I ain't gonna front that shit. Watching her, I almost went back to watching my favorite movie. Of all time with her in it. One, two, or three. No, I'm talking no. about um, Princess Swap, Christmas Swap, or whatever that shit she got on Netflix now. No. It's something like she a princess, but then she's got another one that looks like her, but I don't it's, know if they're twins. It's, someone's it's, most, it's his most horrible movie to most people that he directed and wrote with Baby Oh, she's talking about Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah. Punch. I forgot Vanessa Hudgens was in Sucker Punch. I love Sucker yeah. Punch. They had all the beautiful babies. All right, so... That's going to bring Yo We Geeking Out to an end. So before we leave, I just want to um, get you guys' recommendations on Yo Check It Out for what's the worst movie that you watched this year. It doesn't have to be Ooh, from this year because I just realized the one I'm going to say. I got two. And I think you and I may have. Yes, yeah. I, have, I have. Is it Horse Girl? No, I'm just playing. No, actually it is. It is. <laughs> but I don't consider it the worst. But so I, I, no, I'll go ahead and start for myself. Um, two, it, it, I have two. It'll be Horse Girl because it was just ridiculously random without a point. And anything you want to say really happened in it can because it literally did. And it don't tell you if you're right or wrong in that movie. I kind of, I will be honest. I thought that shit was whack. But then I listened to like, no, uh, you, did, explain. you still have to sit through I and still watch got it fully all, all the way through. from beginning to end. Before <laughs> but, then you do that, then you're like, oh yeah, I don't. But after listening to this end of this play, I'm like. I see the message, but y'all dropped two different drawings. I'm like, what? It's no, you can't. It's basically no. I watched. It. I know what it was. Birth- it, it could be anything, because literally, there's time travel, interdimension, 
interdimensional aliens. It, she has a psychosis. Sometimes that shit could be better. It's a hereditary psychic break. And it's time down. travel too if you watch it from that angle. I know. It's a, it's a it's a psycholo- it's a it's a psychological breakdown that's a hereditary gene, but also you can find out it can happen to females at that age. But yet they added Aliens and sci-fi for two for no travel. reason. It's and legit time travel. travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, how did she get from her bedroom to being butt naked in the break room and old shorty not even knowing she was there point blank period? Old shorty saw her walk past while conversating to her and did not say anything well, about no, it. No, see, that's the thing. See, you didn't watch the movie. She saw the ass end of the horse. So when at the end you see Allison Bree walking by... She, she she didn't notice her until she was already out of frame. So you kind of it's like your purpose. Like, did I see that? But us as viewing it, we saw the horse at the beginning of the movie. But then when you watch the movie, like, oh, that was her the whole time. But how can that? What? Oh, see. And then <laughs> the other one would be called would, would be the recall with Wesley Snipes playing this hobo dude in the middle of the woods that these white kids come up, you know, typical white kids white go kids to the woods to party, man. hang out, but then some alien shit happening, and the only one that knows what's going on is uh, Wesley Snipes because he got experimented on by the government and alien shit, and the what? aliens returned, and, but the movie ends with the white people getting superpowers, more or less, and like, so we gonna figure out how they use the powers? Is um, Wesley Snipes gonna train them in the woods? Nope. Which nope. <laughs> segues to Daniel... Because they also involve, their choice also involves a stranger in the woods and some alien shit with some whites. Why? <laughs> Why are we still paying Nicolas Cage? Because sometimes he gives us national treasures. Fucking Cage. The color out of space. Yo, that shit was. And then they try to wrap it up at the end by saying the title of the movie. It was just a color out of space. Fuck you. It was pink. Yes, magenta. You <laughs> should. He even says. If you fancy. He even says to the cops, "I saw a bright pink." Wait, no, I don't know what color it was. Which makes me think he messed up his line, and the director's like, "Well, that's uh, a good enough take." <laughs> that's a that's one of the worst movies I've seen this year, tied with the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Mm, the Bigfoot. Wait, those are two different movies, right? The man who killed Hitler. And no, that's the whole title. The man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Oh, that one? When, with the dude walking in the snow? Don't it start off with... It, no. I heard that title and I heard it it's, could be... Blah, blah, blah. It is the worst movie. Okay, so it is... Actually, a, did you hear about this movie called Songbird? Well, hold on. Well, okay, he, so we can move <laughs> on. This is about a two-hour <laughs> movie. It's about a two-hour long movie. Guess how much time he spends killing Hitler and the Bigfoot? Three. Fifteen. About five minutes. Does he kill him in like one striking blow? No. It's, it's about how when he's younger, man. he kills Hitler. And then later on, he, he goes, goes and hunts a Bigfoot. But, but that happens at the beginning. And, and at the mm. end. And the middle is bullshit. Yeah. That, because it's supposed to be his come up. So it's supposed to be his somewhat origin story of how he became such a such a good ass <laughs> hitman. I, I listened to somebody explain it. I was like, man, this shit is dumb, dumb. And, and here's the thing. Not one person of color in that movie. Oh, of course. That, it's Germany. No, no. No. It's America. It's America. It's America, baby. It's Sam oh. Elliott. It's Sam Elliott. It's white American. And they in like, uh, and it's like. the last town. And it's like a rural state where you could be like, uh, black people could be here, right. but y'all just gonna be like, there. Isn't it nice, our town with God and no darkness? Mm. <laughs> but. Like Stormfront. It's, you know, like, well, you know, some people have to learn to jump and others are natural jumpers. It's going to be a maze when it's done. 
you have a problem with me? No, why would I? Why would I? So what? Uh, there's this movie called the... <laughs> yeah, Ross, so whatever you <laughs> Give I, us one or two or three of your worst movies of the year. I ain't seen really worst movies, but I did listen to a review about a worst movie called Songbird. So, what you do when you want to... First off, how you give Demi Moore a bad movie? I'm oh, disappointed. I know, but when you have Demi Moore <laughs> acting good in because they she said she well, they said she was acting good in this movie, it just had it's about a it's about the pandemic, but people can't leave out their houses, and there's there's only one way you could actually leave if you have an immunity bracelet that proves that you're immune. It's really about a dude who's a delivery agent delivers something to Demi Moore's family, rich people. <laughs> Their daughter can't leave the house because she, air contact, she's, she's instantly, she instantly gonna get sick and die. Mm. His girlfriend's not immune and she has to live in her house. But the thing is, the police and them go, how be doing house raids? And if you ain't immune, you gonna get taken, <laughs> thrown into the quarantine quarters. Well, they just let you live, live off the rest of your years. Demi Moore's husband sells immunity bracelets in the black market. Somehow the delivery dude wants to do some delivery, does some, does this black market delivery to help out, gets his bracelet, races because his girlfriend gets captured. She's literally about to get thrown into the quarantine. The cops and them know she ain't had a bracelet on. Was about to throw her in there. Boyfriend shows up, gives her a hug, puts the bracelet on. She's immune. Let her go. Like they did not. None of these people didn't check her wrist to see if she was immune when y'all took her out her fucking house. That's some but now she has a season two bullshit. Yeah, they have a dude who. Nah, I ain't one of them. They had he has to go deliver some shit to some secret military niggas and and they about to shoot him up. He ends up getting saved by some random dude. The random dude helps him escape, but says, "Nah, I'm not gonna escape with you. I'm gonna stay here with these military people that almost tried killing you." Don't know if he dies or not, but yeah, supposedly Songbird was about the pandemic, but not a good representation because. They could have showed how the poor could have came to power of rich, but they didn't really do that. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, that's going to bring this episode of Yo, Yo Where the Captions at 2-8-N. As always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being captioners. And as always, I've been Kels for Show. You can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, Kels for Show, and the Escaping Network YouTube page. Make sure you follow both of them. And you can find me, Roscoe Tinkoya. On Xbox, Facebook, Snapchat, and in the deepest dark place in his mind because it makes him feel warm. <laughs> Do you want to let the people know where they can find you if you want to be found? Um, in your hearts, right next to Jesus. Mm. Words. So nowhere. So nowhere. <laughs> Don't let Daniel fool you. If you want to find me, uh, listen to Escaping Podcast. There you go, baby. There we go. <laughs> My voice will sound a little different. Yes, and remember, guys, be one or be nothing. Live life and be misunknown. Later. Adios.